For today's show, we will have a bit more sun than usually, as the association that joined us today wants to expand the renewable energy sector in Luxembourg and solar energy, generally speaking. Eurosolar is the name of it, and I'm having uh, with me Mr. Zenz to share with us more about their mission. Hello, Mr. Zenz, and welcome to our show. Thank you very much for inviting. Thank you. Uh, I would start with a question. Yeah, could you be so kind to introduce yourself to the audience and to tell us about your role at the association? So, as you said, my name is Paul Zenz. I'm the president of Eurosolar Luxembourg, which is an NGO. I myself, I'm not uh, coming from uh, technology business. I'm working as, uh, as a social worker, if I might say so, for the Department of Justice. I'm making reports about disabled people. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, on the other hand, um, I'm also a member of the Green Party and I'm very deeply involved into, to me, nature is the basis of everything. And now we have a problem with uh, global warming and climate crisis. And uh, therefore, I think that uh, if renewable energies are a good way to stop this or to change uh, things. And uh, when I got offered the possibility to become a president of Rose Solar, I just couldn't resist and say yes, because it's really a it's an important subject. It's mm-hmm. close to me and it's an important subject for now and for the future anyway. Luxembourg, as we compare this country to other countries in Europe, is is the way I feel because I'm quite fresh as well in here. But it's closer to this sector because it's small, it's green, and it's somehow they want to preserve this green style of living here because I see the buses are mostly of them are electric ones. Um, and I, I, I notice a lot of panel like solar ones on the, on the houses. What's the level, let's say, of importance right now in Luxembourg to have a renewable energy and to be involved? Uh, I'm very pleased and surprised also, but positively surprised to hear you saying that, that you think we are green because it, for Eurosolar, we are really very far from where we need to be and mm-hmm. we should be on the one hand. And the last years had been really been um, many things were done and there was a huge development and we multiplied by by many, by much uh, the, the figures of photovoltaic, f- for example. And it's not, we are not where we should be but we are better off than than some years ago. And indeed, I think that uh, on the one hand, Luxembourg, it's a small country. Mm-hmm. And for the climate crisis subject, for example, cli- climate crisis subject, sorry, uh, for example, many people say our impact globally is very, very small. So why should we do something on the one hand? On the other hand, we have a vex- uh, quite extraordinary lifestyle, every, most of us. Most of Luxembourgians or residents here, they are going to holiday, they have cars, and all we, we know it, we know the problem. I don't want to go into detail. So, everybody is a part of the problem individually, and so everybody can also do something. And this is the good news for the climate crisis, for the trans- energy transition, for all these things. Um, we shouldn't be sad and cry and think that the world uh, will go under, but mm-hmm. everybody can do something, and I think this is. Slowly but surely, people are getting aware of it. And thanks to the technical development and also some legal changing, it's very easy and good possible to to act. Speaking about innovative technologies, um, what 
innovative technology and approaches your association used to advance this um, solar and uh, renewable energy solutions? Um, maybe I have to, to look back a little. Mm -hmm. So we exist since a bit more than 20 years, yes. but it started um, the last century, almost 30 years ago, when the The today's Minister for Housing, Henry Cox, was a young engineer and he was starting at a school here in Luxembourg City, a project with the pupils together. They built the, sol the solar mobile. Mm -hmm. It was a car which was driven by solar cells and by a battery. And uh, so they, they developed it and uh, it was fun and everybody enjoyed it. And then because people tend to forget school where they had been, they created a club called Eurosolar. We, we are a part of a network internationally called Eurosolar. And so they decided to, to make up an association, a non-profit association, mm -hmm. and uh, to keep contact between the former pupils and the teachers of them. Um, that is how it started. So at right at the beginning, there were two two real convictions that one thing, renewable energies, mainly photovoltaics and wind power, they uh, have a big, big potential to get out of fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, the idea is also to have the north-south um, more, more a, a better balance, mm -hmm. I would say, for the because the north economically was growing, got rich, and the south from African countries, for example, they didn't get that development, and that is why it is also this was also an idea that we need to be more fair. It should be fair north to south. How do you promote? How do you get communities here involved in this in this mission of yours? One of our missions is indeed to inform people to communicate about the potential, as I said, of the renewable energies. We mm -hmm. start our podcasts every fortnight. We will have it. It's about like uh, half an hour, and we have interviews. It's called uh, "The Sun into the Plug" or "The Sun in the Plug." So it's on Amstecker. Mm -hmm. And you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere, and also on our website, eurosolar.lu. So it's just in order to and to keep it simple, we talk there with, we have always interview partners, we ask them questions about what they are doing, how they are involving. It's really a large range. So we have now almost 80, 80 episodes of this podcast, so it's, you can really listen to it and... And so it's informing about that. Then the other thing is uh, we had some weeks ago, for example, the solar price, which exist, exists in 2003, mm -hmm. where we um, give an award like the Oscar in Hollywood. We give awards by category to those persons, companies, whoever, authorities who are promoting or are really putting into practice uh, renewable energy issues. And it was some... Weeks ago, when we had uh, five, I think, laureates, do you say it? Yeah. And uh, so it was, uh, this is also one of the, and then it's every two years because Luxembourg is too small. You cannot, cannot yeah. do that every year. It's not like in Hollywood, as I said. <laughs> so, so we need to do it every two years. This is one thing. And then we have also working groups. There was one new project we uh, took over from Greenpeace. We called it now uh, Solar at School where we go to schools, uh, high schools, mm -hmm. and together with the pupils, we um, put solar cells panels on the roof of the school. It's also together with the department of, of the government, which is in charge of it. And we also try to, to make people see first the issue of climate crisis, global warming, but also showing the potential of these renewable energies and also to make them get into the direction to choose a 
uh, a work, a job later in this domain. Because, for example, everybody now, many people want to put solar cells on their roofs, but there are not enough people, companies who can do it because we are short of qualified workers. And it is why we think it's important to also have this, uh, to, to show kids that they should not only thinking of being a mechanic for fossil fuel cars but there are many many other or some other jobs which are more orientated to the future and better for the all of us for example and then the other thing is um, if you want to promote renewable energies you what we ask now is quite a change from people because mm -hmm. they uh, were used to to work as they to organize their daily lives as as they were told to and thought that it was without good. thinking of something different that can be and now they need to think differently a bit differently for example it's always what I'm coming back in, in in mobility we were the last decades told get out of your house get into your car and go somewhere and now this was quite unilateral uh, it mm -hmm. was only one directive yeah. so that's the better word and then now we uh, we're giving different options. We're putting things into place for pedestrians, for cyclings, for public transport. You have to, do, because the aim in the end is to transport people, to move people, yeah. and not to move cars. And uh, you have to, to explain people in how far they take advantage of it, why it is better to do the new thing now than the thing before. And uh, therefore, we have also um, a role in cooperative, citizen cooperatives. I don't know if it's the right word, but people can, for example, if someone is living in, a, in, a, in an apartment house and mm -hmm. he cannot put photovoltaics on, its, on, its, on the roof of the house because others do not want it, he can join an energy community, energy cooperative and be a member of it and so be part of the energy transition and also earn money with it because uh, with photovoltaics you always yeah cash. when when you when you said before that people should understand that it's it sh it should be something better than it was before and they can change their life in a, in a better way my my question was actually this one how would you advise for individuals and businesses interesting and transitioning to renewable energy people probably imagine that this is something i don't know very expensive or very but actually it's the challenge that you don't have enough people who can install the, th the things as well. I mean, it's something, another issue probably. There, there are, well, this is what, what you said at this moment because there is really a peak in demand, which is, which is fantastic. Uh -huh. um, so this is good on the one hand. On the other hand, um, and now I will be a little mean, but those who, who, who lose, for example, money because they are in fossil fuels, it's their job. Global warming thing is known since four or five decades and then they started to campaign against it. And now in people's mind, there are some ideas which are in there, but which are not true. And uh, so we have to explain a lot how it works. And indeed, as you said, for, for many people, the energy transition is like uh, a lot of moving parts and seems like very complex and complicated but it is not and we have to w we explain in our podcast but also that it's just a matter of putting together a puzzle the other way of giving us energy like fossil fuels energy it had also to be put together one day or another and this is what we are doing with renewable energies too so photovoltaics indeed you need uh, solar cells on your roof or somewhere else but you also need uh, for the storage devices you also need the organization of the grid mm -hmm. but technically it's everything is possible can individuals approach you or anyone interested to do the transitions 
approached Eurosolar for this to help them? Yes, we can give them advice and give them, say, uh, contact this one or this one. So we, are m- we have more coordinating. We don't sell anything. Yeah. We just give for free good pieces of advice. People should go to, to the cl- climate agency, Klima Agence. Mm-hmm. There they have the more the, tec- the technical uh, approach. We are more than... Uh, Yes, as a coach, yeah. let's say energy yes, coach. Yes, coach. That's a good. Uh, I never heard it before, but <laughs> we are an energy coach. Yes, and we are for free. This is also the good thing. Yeah, uh, that's why I wanted to invite you because it's something really interesting for the population living here. We have different cultures. We have different people who might think that this is a good idea to to transit another style of living in in a country in a green country. To me, it's still a green country, Luxembourg. Mr. Zen, I thank you very much for coming in today and I wish a lot of sunshine to, to your team at Eurosolar. Just maybe the last would be um, to tell us how people can ingo- get in contact with you. Emails, web- websites. Yes, we have our website, uh, eurosolar.lu or you can also send an email at info at eurosolar.lu but we are also on on, face, on social media, Facebook, uh, for example. But the easiest thing is to to do it uh, by eurosolar.lu. You'll also find the, the phone contacts, the phone numbers. And uh, I thank you very much for inviting us. With pleasure. It was a pleasure to discuss about this subject. Thank you very much. And as I said, a lot of sunshine to your team. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>